We now have a call for the lieutenant governor of Virginia, the Republican, Winsome Sears, will become the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia. They want white supremacy by ventriloquist effect. There is a black mouth moving, but a white idea through the running on the runway of the tongue of a figure who justifies and legitimates uh, the white supremacist practices. We know that we can internalize in our own minds, in our own subconscious, in our own bodies, the very principles that are undoing us. So to have a black face uh, speaking in behalf of a white supremacist legacy is nothing new. And it is to the chagrin of those of us who study race that the white folk on the other side and the right wingers on the other side don't understand this is politics 101 and this is race not even 101 what's beneath 101 it's the it's the pre-k of race you should understand the fact that if you tell black people look i support a negro look there is a person of color that i am in favor of and that person of color happens to undermine and undercut and subvert the very principles about which we are concerned you do yourself no service by pointing to them as an example what people like tuckums and the ben shapiro's and other right-wing bomb throwers want is not Nicki minaj to have free speech what they want is a vehicle to drag as many of her fans into their anti-vax camp as they can they need and crave authentic members of the culture hip-hop culture let's just be clear they look down on that culture and hate that culture and would never, ever, ever support someone like Nicki Minaj other than to pull her onto their team. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Take a look at my record, man. Hello everybody and welcome to the Conspiracy Playtime Podcast. Podcast where we play with ideas that might get you and me cancelled or put on a CIA blacklist. So if you wanted to explore these ideas in a safe space away from prying eyes, uh, you should probably uh, just go run away in the woods. But if you're okay with the government seeing that you're watching this kind of show, then be sure to subscribe, give us a like and a comment down below so that we know that you're, uh, you know, actually enjoying the show and we get a little bit more traction because uh, recently with YouTube get, getting rid of the counting of the dislikes, it's going to be even more important that you like shows like this to just really just give them this, you know? Like, we want this kind of thumbs up to, to the YouTube algorithm. It seems like you got something to say there. Uh, I think it's hilarious that they're getting rid of the, the, the dislikes on the YouTube videos because lately... A lot of the mainstream news and you know like anything that's coming out from the the behemoth of the mockingbird uh gets just a pile of dislikes like the like to dislike ratio it's like 80 to 90 percent dislikes thousands of dislikes and uh the comments are tearing them to shreds if they even have the comments on and youtube says you know i think i think we need to get rid of that functionality we don't want people to see the truth of what's really going on and we can't have you thinking for yourself and seeing what the consensus is. You think that Rotten Tomatoes is next? Hmm. That's I mean, a question. In our last takes on the Mockingbird. Happy 11-11, by the way, everybody. In our last takes on the Mockingbird, it was kind of stressed at the end of one of the, the, the docu-flop, the Fauci-flop, how Chappelle and him, like, 
the dislikes were very much against what they were wanting to push. And I mean, how many times have we pointed out YouTube videos, the dislikes overwhelmingly going against all the propaganda? So be sure to like this video, okay? As we all maybe probably might know, the Virginia, you hear about that? Virginia election. Mm -hmm. Democrat Terry McAuliffe lost to Republican Glenn Youngkin. I myself am not familiar with either candidate, but I have been loving the aftermath. So Virginia was supposed to be a pretty telltale sign of where we are as a country. Obama went down there, made a speech endorsing McAuliffe, as did Biden, as did Kamala. And it was a major upset. I want to play first Van Jones, who I used to think was one of the more sensible-minded people at CNN. This is what he had to say. Uh, folks out there uh, fighting for this on the Democratic Party side, the stakes are high. Uh, when this election is over in Virginia, we will know. Have we seen the emergence of the Delta variant of Trumpism? The Delta variant of Trumpism. In other words, Yunkin... Uh, same disease, but spreads a lot faster and can get a lot more places. The suburbs, if they fall to him, you well, now... That's implying that, yeah. that Youngkin is more dangerous than uh, the well, president, it, it, I, what, former what president. No, no, more easy to spread. Okay. Because, oh. be, more, more easy, easy to spread. Because if you, if you look at what he's doing, he is playing footsie with the worst of Trumpism. The, he's, he's putting himself forward as a champion of parents. He's, he, this is a referendum on parents' rights. But he's not talking about, but he's, he's using the, all the critical race theory, uh, uh, head fakes and head nods, which is a softer version of a very uh, uh, virulent kind of anti-black uh, 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 posture. And so I think we're, we're, uh, this is a very big deal because if this is a pathway, if you can flirt with Trumpism, if you can flirt with Trump and still, put, and, and still win in the suburbs, that's a new development for us. Scott? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just have wow. Thumbs down. One hundred and nine thumbs down on that one versus like nine thumbs up on that video. Really? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was all the must not have many views. All the comments. <laughs> I would have assumed it would have been in the hundreds of thousands. I heard that on my way to work the other day. That sound clip of Van Jones claiming that this new Republican dude is the Delta variant of Trumpism. That's quite that. I mean, they're fucking taking this propagandized language that we have accepted that revolves around coronavirus. And CNN is, in such short time, using it as a metaphor for everything else. So Joy Reid, we're familiar with her. She, she wanted to uh, take away Nicki Minaj's blackness. Well, Trump-approved Republican Glenn Youngkin's closing message to Virginia voters has almost singularly, singularly fo focused on weaponizing race, stoking hysteria over the coded boogeyman of critical race theory, which is not currently taught in any Virginia public school. From promoting banning Toni Morrison's beloved, this epic novel, a Pulitzer Prize-winning seminal work of American fiction that recounts the horrors of slavery, to casting himself as the candidate of so-called parents' rights, vowing to ban critical race theory, which again is not taught if elected. Again, it's not taught in any Virginia public schools. 
With us now There's is Cornell Belcher, that Democratic pollster and MSNBC political analyst, who's also a Virginia native. And Cornell, um, I asked this question of Julian Castro earlier, and I will ask it of you now. What lessons, if in fact the results that we see right now prevail and Glenn Youngkin becomes the next governor of Virginia, what lessons should Democrats take from it and what lessons do you think Republicans will take from it? Well, a, a couple of things, Joy, and it is one, and I said this earlier, you know, even more so than, than Yunkin versus Terry McAuliffe, I think uh, Trumpism and and critical race theory is on the ballot. And what you're seeing, whether Terry, and still a lot of votes out, but whether or not Terry makes this up. They already saw the writing of the wall. The The results hadn't been certified at this point, and they're freaking out already. And they're bla- they're reaching to blame the reasons that they can't win. The thing that they overlook, a black Jamaican-born woman won the race for lieutenant governor. So you think these liberal progressives in the left-leaning media would be all over this shit. Look at this. This is, this is like historical. But Joy Reid just fucking glazes over it and says this election is all about race. In the Marine Corps, I was still a Jamaican, but this country had done so much for me. I was willing, willing to die for this country. USA! Republican Winsome Sears delivering an emotional, inspirational speech as voters in Virginia elected her to become the lieutenant governor of their state. Let's bring in Virginia's lieutenant governor-elect Winsome Sears. Uh, Very good to have you with us. Congratulations to you on your win last night. It was wonderful to see you up there with your beautiful family accepting uh, the lieutenant governor win. Tell me how you felt this morning when you woke up. Tired, <laughs> literally, because I had only slept for maybe two hours, and mm-hmm. here comes the media wanting to talk about the race. And I'm thinking, it feels like I'm campaigning all over again. I was losing my voice, you know, waking up at four, five o'clock every morning and go, 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 go. Yeah. So, where I thought I'd be able to sleep in, no, sir. <laughs> No, sir, indeed. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of talk you heard perhaps in the tease before our segment that you are the first woman of color, woman, uh, lieutenant governor of of Virginia. And I thought it was very interesting last night when you just said, you know, I am black. If you haven't noticed, I think were were your words. And then you said, um, but it's not about that. What did you mean by that? Because we are framing too many issues in terms of race and It just continues to divide us, and and, and, and unfortunately, politicians are using it as a tool Mm. because of the things that have happened to us historically to advance, I would think, their nefarious purposes. And so if we stop just looking at race and just looking at people, because you see, I'm destroying all the narratives about race. Look at me. Look at me. I am a heartbeat away from the governorship in case anything happens to the governor. And, and how are you going to tell me then I'm a victim and I didn't do anything special to get here except stay in school and study. I took advantage of the opportunities that are available here in America. I wasn't born here. This is not my culture, not my country, but it, it allowed me, America allowed me to come and, and, and do for myself and for my family. And I remember when I was wanting to go to college, 
I had three children under five. My husband took a lower paying job so he could stay home because he already had his degree. And I put one of my children on the back of a bicycle <laughs> so that I could get to college. So no one can say to me, I don't know what it is to be poor. You're looking at the American dream. So we can do better. And it's not 1963 when my father came at the height of the civil rights movement, uh, 17 days before Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech. We're better than that. We're always going to have problems. I understand that. I'm not saying we're perfect, but you can see those people at the border right now trying to get in. They're dying to get in because they know if they can put a foot on American soil, the trajectory of their mm -hmm. lives will change just as it did for my father. You know, here's what Joy Reid said last night, and I want to just get a quick response from you, if I can, uh, over on MSNBC about the Yunkin win and your win. Watch this. You have to be willing to vocalize that these Republicans are dangerous, that this isn't a party that's just another political party that disagrees with us on tax policy, that at this point, they're dangerous. They're dangerous to our national security because stoking that kind of soft white nationalism eventually leads to the hardcore stuff. Your reaction to that, Ms. Sears? I wish Joy Reid would invite me on her show. I'm, let's see if she's woman enough to do that. I'd go in a heartbeat and Hell have yeah. a real discussion without Joy speaking about me behind my back, if you will. She talks about white supremacy. Does she know that I ran against a white supremacist? I mean, Joy, come on, get your facts straight and then come talk to me. I'm waiting well, for you. We hope she'll take you up on it. Uh, you have a lot to say and a lot of people very inspired by boss. your message last night and your win. Winsome Sears, the new lieutenant governor when you're sworn in of the state of Virginia, Commonwealth of Virginia. Thank you so much for being here today. We look forward to speaking with you in the future. Yeah, you know, the liberal media news outlets left out that big part because it's a chink in their armor against their fucking argument that racism prevailed in Virginia. Yeah. When you hear BLM, people, I want you to realize what it stands for. Because it's a narrative that they can stretch far and wide to encapsulate what they want to say. I think that it's safe to say Joy Reid will never accept that invitation at the end of that video. I highly doubt it. And the, until she loses, and you know, until, until yeah, she, she loses to a racism. white person. Yep. Yeah. Maybe then maybe. Maybe then. Maybe. But it'll be just framed just right to spin that weave of the the uh, the American dream in their favor. To spin that tail around and around until they get what they want. say that to some people because they say oh there you go with a pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing and you know you're just being respectable not everybody can do that well, everybody can courage courage is the key to life itself there are a lot of people who are born in situations where they say, well, I just I'll never get out of this so they won't I say to people who say, well, I, I would like to have done so-and-so-and-so. So, and so, and so. Said, well, you could have done it. 
So, but I couldn't get out of here. Man, the bus runs every day. <laughs> You're exactly right. I thought what you said was fascinating because you called it bull when you said people can't, you know, pull themselves up. Do you think that race plays a part in wealth dis distribution or either a mindset that you can't Today? or cannot? Yeah. No. You don't? No. I don't. I don't. You and I, we're proof. Why would race have anything to do with it? Stick your, put your mind to what you want to do and go for that. Uh, it's kind of like religion to me. It's a good excuse for not getting there. You know, I said, it's probably get me in trouble, but I said to some of my colleagues recently, said, so I know that it's an issue, but I've been, it seems like every single day on television I'm talking about race and it's because of the news cycle, it's in the news, but I'm so, sometimes I get so tired of talking about it, I want to, I want to just go, this is over, can we move on? And, and if you talk about it, it exists. Right. Yeah. It's not like it exists and we refuse to talk about it, but making it a bigger issue than it needs to be is Welcome to a Conspiracy Playtime takes on the Mockingbird Media, where we dissect current events that are going on and try to get our take on things, maybe spin a little conspiracy theory tale, if you will. And uh, if you got a, a news story you'd like us to cover and dissect, be sure to send it to our way, okay? Just send it to hello at conspiracyplaytime.com, all right? Or just maybe leave a comment down below, and we'd love to look into it, all right? So without further ado, my name is Jeremiah, and I'm here with my co-host, Colby. So in today's episode, we're going to go over first some interesting things that are happening with this good old... Uh, good old Mr. Biden's mandate things going on here. We're going to be talking about how a couple companies are trying to kind of, well, you know, they're kind of going flippy floppy on the fish and, and uh, trying to decide if they're going to make everybody in their workforce get the you-know-what. You know, I think I think you know what I'm talking about. This thing it goes right here in the arm. Yeah, I think you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, they've kind of been in some hot water here. These two uh, ammo and uh, firearm companies here, they've kind of been making people think that they have to get or else they're going to get booted out of the you-know-what. I think you know what I mean. So uh, we're going to listen to this guy here, and he's going to tell like it is, okay? Now, let's talk about the two companies that are still giving their employees, the people that got them to where they are, giving them flack. And the first one we're going to talk about is one we've already talked about, Hornady. Hornady's first letter was like, this is the date you have to get vaccinated on and there's nothing you can do about it. And then they recanted after a couple people did videos about it. And then it was like, oh no, man, we weren't really saying that. What we were saying is, you know, this. Hornady is not backing down on the pressure for these people who work for them. I mean, this is amazing. So at Hornady, they are basically headhunting for the leaks of this information. They've also told employees that they are no longer to have their phones out and anyone caught taking pictures will be remo removed from the property. Now, I've heard a couple other things and I haven't been able to verify them as yet, but the company is even thinking about withholding annual bonuses because somebody let the truth out. So with that said, I'll, let me say this. I understand the pressure that these companies, the CEOs, I get the pressure they're put under because they have federal contracts. But also, let me say this, this is America. And if you make your money on the freedom community, the very least you should do is stand up for that freedom. Okay, so maybe this is just my pipe dream, 
But if everybody in the gun community, in the manufacturing community, in the sales community that has government contracts stood up and said, you know what, that's what we think about your mandate, well, then that would send a very loud, clear, and convincing message. But the problem is people like the dollar bill a little more than they like the freedom of the people who make their products. And that's the troubling part here. We have a freedom of choice in this country. If you want that V, get the V. Nobody here on this side is anti-V. If you don't want the V, don't get the V. I personally don't want the V because I've had the C-O-V-I-D and I now have what's called natural immunity. I mean, it kicked my booty for a little bit, but I am okay, just like the other 99.7% of the people who get it. Now, I'm not a doctor, and I don't pretend to play one on TV, and I didn't stay at the Holiday Inn Express last night. But what I want to see is more of these companies stand up for freedom. Yeah, you'll lose those dollars, but you know what? If nobody's providing the government with those products, they're going to wake up quick. And for those CEOs who hopefully we can get to stand, uh, the courts are starting to side with freedom. If a courts are, a courts are starting to wake up, that tells you there's something to it. So stand for freedom. Now, before I tell you about the second company, and you're all, your, your mind's going to blow on this one, and this is Geisley. That's right, Geisley. Now, the sad part is, like, how this went down. Maybe this was planned. You know them. Maybe this was just how they do things at Geisley. But I want to thank those folks who work at Geisley who have told me what's going on, and it's time for us, the freedom community, to hold those companies in the freedom community to hold them to the Constitution. That's all. Um... And this, again, happened uh, Thursday, the 28th of October, mid-afternoon, 3-ish. Uh, it was an all-hands-on-deck meeting in the parking lot, and it was held verbally. Now, several things were discussed, including, but not limited to, the upcoming federal vaccine mandates. Now, this is America. We have a constitution. We don't do mandates in this country. Kings do mandates. We are not... <laughs> servants of the king and Bobo for whatever reason can't get that through his thick skull maybe because he doesn't even know who he is or where he is uh, but we don't do mandates in America guys and gals we don't now to his credit Bill Geisley said that it should be up to the individual on whether or not they want to get the vaccine okay he also said that he and Amy his wife are not forcing anybody to get the vaccine okay now here's where it gets juicy uh, apparently effective November 14th in two weeks all federal contracts are going to be written with a clause in there that mandate the V with no exemptions. How freaking unconstitutional is that? No religious exemption, no medical exemption. So if you are a person who is susceptible to all kinds of problems, if you have a diminished immune system, uh, they're going to force these people via their contracts to inject this chemical concoction and we already know the list of things that potentially could go wrong. But if you're somebody who has uh, your immunocompromised, well, then your chances go up. So, again, another company who's saying it's not us, it's Bobo, but you're going to have to get this vaccine. Now, at Geisley, uh, my information is that they, the company is uh, reorienting themselves, restructuring, so that they do most of their work 
for federal contracts. As a business, great move. Why? Because the government will pay $130 for this $15 hat because it's not their money. It's our money, and they don't care. They're, 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 not, uh, very, they're not very good with the, the purse strings. They don't balance the budget. So they'll overpay for products that these companies make just so that they can be at the front line when it comes to getting these items. You've noticed it's difficult for us, you know, we the people, to find uh, ammunition readily. I mean, there's pockets that have it, but the government contracts take priority. They always get their product. So back to Geisley, anybody that doesn't have the V or can provide uh, proof of full vaccination, and for those who are thinking, oh, just print the cards up, uh, those people, if you get the thing, you're put into a registry because they have to track the adverse reactions. And there have been cases, a couple here or there, where people have just made cards and submitted them, and it's come back to haunt them into getting criminally charged. So there's ways... There's ways they can can check on that, but if you cannot provide proof that you have been fully shotted when these new contracts take effect, then you will be terminated. And again, Bill Guys just said it's not us, it's them. Now, right now there is no vaccine mandate at Geisley. However, if the federal government follows through with the promise that. Uh, on November 14th, all contracts from that point forward will have this mandate written into it with no exemptions. At that point, Geisley is prepared to terminate people because they don't meet that requirement. Now, like I said at the beginning, I really don't like making these videos because these companies make good products, make products that we all use. But I think the disconnect is, is where these CEOs no longer think about what the group, you know, the ones that made them successful, you know, the ones that do the work that gets them these contracts, they don't care about them anymore. And what I would like to see is more of these people who hold the government basically in the palm of their hand because, you know what, we make your product. And if we no longer make your product because of the stupid demand you have, you're not going to have it. Okay, yeah, could there be criminal uh, or court actions because you violated terms of a contract? Yes, but um, I think that the people, we the people, would be able to help support you in those endeavors uh, because there's much, there's many more of us than there are of the jackboots. Uh, but for whatever reason, America is as soft as it is right now, and good times create weak men, and weak men create bad times. And that's where we are right now. But, my fellow Americans, the new sons of liberty, bad times create strong men. And strong men create good times. Now, again, there is no mandate right now at, um, at Geisley, but they're going to use that contract as a way to push it. Maybe it's because of the flack other companies have seen recently. Maybe not. Maybe that's why they didn't put things on paper. Maybe not. Um, but just, uh, it's disappointing. We're at a time in this country where we need to band together. It's time to, to get through our differences. We can still have different opinions, but ultimately it's freedom. And if we don't band together for freedom, we won't have freedom. With that said, if you want to stay up to date with the news on the Second Amendment, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, no matter where it happens, please consider subscribing to Guns and Gadgets. Just hit So then underneath this video... Good old Geisley commented, we hear and appreciate everyone's concern. They gave him a canned response as a YouTube comment. 
We hear and appreciate everyone's concern. However, not all the information from this video is entirely accurate. We welcome anyone who would like more clarification on the matter to contact us. Facebook and Instagram. And we will happily provide that to you. Or you can click the links to our social media pages to view our official stance. And they got a whole bunch of flack on that. Well, you know what? I kind of want to call the dude who made the video out, too. On what? You can't half-ass take a stance. When you take a stance like he's taking here, you can't sit there and say, I hate making these videos because I don't want to upset, I don't want to bite the hand that feeds me, is essentially what I got out of that. Like, dude, if you're going to rail, rail hard. Yeah. And fair point. He barely did, and they still did that bullshit. I mean, that was going to be my response anyway. He's obviously a big enough guy. I mean, he's got damn near 35K views here. Yeah, about a half a mil subscribers. And they felt threatened enough by what he was saying to (laughs) put their little stamped comment on there. I'm not saying what he did was wrong. I'm just saying if you're going to go, man, go hard. Push it, baby. He pissed them off. Right. Even though he tried to be cordial about what he was saying. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I kind of brought this up just because I think what we're going to see is we're going to start to see this kind of divide between companies and states and counties, entities that stand against these mandates that start to come out. And we're going to see those who just keel over and and take the the mandate as it is. Um, And I think it's interesting to watch these responses. And I think that, you know, we've kind of become a corporate a corporate America where the corporations have a larger voice than the people. And it's going to be the corporations and the large companies that are able to stand up against this mandate, especially because the mandate is if you are a company that has 100 or more employees, therefore, at that time, if you were smart with your books, you would be a corporation and not just an LLC or a uh, sole proprietor. You know, at that point, you were going to be a larger company. The, the way that this mandate is going about, it's not saying that you, the individual, needs to get a vaccine. But if you, the company, the corporation that has 100 or more employees, wants to continue operating, you need to have everybody get the jab. And so it's, again, incentivizing those large companies to fulfill the wishes of the government. But all the small companies kind of get the shtick because small companies don't can't really stand up to this because they... They're not in this fight, right? They're they're not involved in this mandatory fight. So if you're a small company, they're going to have to be eventually. They might eventually, for sure. But I think that right now, the biggest fight is going to be with those big companies. They aren't backing down. Once it's past this phase, they're going to come after everybody. Yeah. And so I think that's why the buck needs to stop now. And that these bigger companies, especially these, you know, freedom-loving companies, quote-unquote, maybe... Um, who not only manufacture products and consumables for the freedom-loving Americans, but also for the government, because these companies have government contracts. They fulfill government contracts for uh, the not only you know the Department of Defense, 
Army, U.S., you know, all of the military industrial complex, but also police force, all of those fulfillments that they make, they've kind of got to figure out where they're going to draw the line in the sand. And I hope that they choose the right path, which is to stand against it. But I think that we're going to see a divergence of differences of opinion. Now, this this gentleman did also uh, cover... Uh, there was a company in particular that came out and said probably after seeing what happened with Hornady because Hornady came out and said that we are going to make everybody get the vaccine there was a company that pretty much came out and said we are definitely not doing that and you know apparently Hornady dropped the shop mandate but it kind of sounds like not really so there's going to be a lot of interesting things that come about as these things go on so i just kind of wanted to bring that out because it's interesting and you know current events are happening especially as this biden shot mandate is becoming full force uh if you don't have people fully vaccinated by january 4th then uh remember remember the fourth of january well you know what one four is one five one one four is five five is the secret fifth number with the V steganography. And until next time, please be sure to send your submissions to what you want us to cover in our Mockingbird takes on the media. And take care of yourself because you're the only one you can take care of. Bye-bye. Let me hear, let me hear, let me hear. Say